back with the third season. You're listening to Last Night's Coffee with Chuck and John. No night shifters, we're back. It is Monday morning when we record. That's right. Um, I had to think it's the last freaking day of July. It is. I'm Chuck. That's John's voice you hear over there on the other side. He is the universe's youngest Gen Xer. That's me, man. What's bigger than the universe? The multiverse. The oh, I. I don't know if I can give you title of the multiverses. Yeah. There could be some dead people in a different, you know, dimension or something that are, you know, the world's youngest Gen Xer. I don't know. I don't know. What if they don't have Gen X in a different dimension? Well, I hope we don't. I hope we're not all still separated with like ridiculous, you know, uh, I don't know. You think generation ridic- gaps, you know, those generational gap things like like work ethic. <laughs> you think naming generations is ridiculous, John? Well, I think I, I just hate the differences, the vast differences in generations. OK. All right. Well, speaking of generations, I've got a younger generation sitting in with us today. So you may hear him laugh or comment on some different parts of the podcast. Awesome. Awesome. Who do you got with us? Charlie. Say hey, Charlie. What up? What's up, young Charlie? Glad you could join us today, Mike. He may be helping us with production problems if we have it or need questions answered. Good. I'm glad he's here with us, man. Glad he's here with you. You're starting school this week, young Charlie. No, he don't start for... When do you start? August 14th. August 14th. Oh, geez, Louise. My kids start this week. He, uh... They start later and get out at the same time. Must be nice. Oh, actually, he said they get out earlier. Man, must be nice. I'm looking forward to this year for you, Charlie. It's your first year in high school, right? You're going to be a freshman? Yes, sir. It will be. Yeah, come on. Yeah, come on. How you feeling about uh, How do you feel about being an uncle, my guy? Well, it's kind of – hasn't really hit me yet since the baby isn't here yet, but I feel like I'm going to be a good uncle. I think so too. I think you'll be a pretty cool uncle. Yeah. I mean, what's the progress? Right what's the progress there, Chucker? On Baby Watch? Yeah. Baby Watch 2023. <laughs> yeah. How we doing? Um, there's still no baby. Still no baby. So we can't call you Pappy yet on no. the program. But I had a dream that we got the phone call. Tell me about the dream. Um, it was one of those dreams where we. We were in bed and the phone rang and Mary Beth said, okay, we're on our way. And it was, since we were laying in bed, I, when I woke up, I was like, oh, that was just a dream. It's not baby watch. But it was one of those where it felt real. Yeah, dude, I've had some weird dreams this weekend. I took some Allegra. <laughs> the Allegra did it to you? Uh, yeah, the Allegra. Um, so I've about come to the conclusion that anything above a Tylenol or an ibuprofen will affect my dreams, except the 800, you know, them hardcore ibuprofens you get from the doctor? Yeah. Those will affect my dreams. They will? Yes. Well, Over when you stuff. take ibuprofen at home, like without the prescription, do you take 800 milligrams worth? Yeah, but it ain't the same. Oh, I see. It don't kick like that stuff does. 
So, so that stuff makes you have crazy dreams? Pretty much anything over Tylenol makes me have crazy dreams. That's wild, man. I I mean, I've heard people having weird dreams like on some heavy dosage stuff, you know? No, I have like this this weekend and it's not like scary dreams like this weekend on the my Allegra Allegra dream, I dreamed <laughs> um that somebody found out I was a Don Johnson fan. And they brought me, they found, had found these birthday cards that he had handmade and signed. And they brought them to me. So awesome. So Don Johnson person, personally made birthday cards? Yes. And they were very neat birthday like, cards. Like, not just a card that he wrote a special note in, but like he actually made the whole like, card. Sat down and made the collage of stuff and. That is awesome. Like your kids would do for you when they were like yes. four. Yes, except for you know, more artsy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's Don Johnson. Yeah, it's Don Johnson. <laughs> and, yeah. um, you know, he would do something like that. He would. He would. So <laughs> that's a pretty wild dream to have because of Allegra, dude. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm not sure what calls that one. You're just a lightweight when it comes to medicines. Did you take them as a kid? Medicines? Yeah. Uh, back when I was a kid, the only antihistamine we had was Benadryl. Right. And Benadryl, so I got stung by a yellow jacket at Six Flags when I was about seven or eight. Okay. And I had, it, it was bad. I had to go to the little house, the little first aid house. Yeah. And they didn't know what to do. I was having an allergic reaction to it. Oh, wow. Um, they didn't know what to do. So I got to ride in a Six Flags ambulance. Whoa. I don't know if you know this or not, but Six Flags had, at the time, had its own ambulance with Six Flags on the side of it. I did not. I'd, I've never heard of such a thing. Go on. And uh, I don't know what hospital I went to. Um I'm sure we could research it and find it out. But, but you I went to a hospital. Went to the emergency room. Uh, the doctor, the doctor gave me a big cup of Benadryl. I mean, I'm talking about like, you know, you know, when you take a dose in the dosage cup, you yeah. know, it's like that. No, this doctor gave me the freaking, he filled it up to the top. And what did that do to you? Well, he told my mom, he says, he's going to knock him out or it's going to wire him up. Oh. That time it wired me up. I was up the whole rest of the night. We went back to the park and wrote, we closed it down. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes, it was All freaking your swelling, awesome. Like, what were you doing? Were you breaking out in hives or sores? My neck was swelling up and uh, I was turning weird colors. Mom said I looked like an alien. Oh uh, my gosh. I'm imagining the, the, the girl who turns into the, uh, the berry on on uh Willy Wonka. Yeah. Yeah. So I think they said the the cuz the way I squeezed like he hit he hit me in the neck right there on the vein and I kind of squeezed, you know how you kind of eh, like if a bug gets on your neck. Yeah. So he popped me five times. Oh, where? And um yeah, so that Benadryl wired me up. So after that I'm like, "Oh, cool, I can take Benadryl." After that I've not been able to take Benadryl without passing out. Oh, wow. If I take a regular dose, I will 
be gone. Your and body's I, reaction just changed, huh? And I will have a hangover the next day. Oh, really? It puts you out the next day? Yeah. Dang. Yeah. That's wild. Benadryl does that to you. Yeah, Benadryl does that to me. Man, I got stung by a whole... I stepped on a, like a yellow jacket's nest one time when I was a kid, you know, playing down by the creek. And I got stung like 50 something times one time, like right between my eyes and my eyes swelled up shut. I couldn't even see to get home, man. Jeez. It was like a terrifying experience, but it was nothing like getting to ride in a Six Flags ambulance, man. Yeah, I got Do you feel like a big baller? Yeah, because I saw the backstage of Six Flags. Yeah, man. You got to see the behind the scenes. Did they... Did they try to hide you, I wonder? No. No? No, because if, if you leave out of there, you can kind of see it now if you're on a Goliath. You can see the road that I took. But back then, you couldn't see it. Unless oh, okay. you were like in on the Great Gasp. Um, anyway, you take that road out. You go over that bridge that runs beside the train tracks behind Acrophobia and go yeah. out that way. Oh. Oh. Yeah fascinating man that's pretty cool a six flags ambulance yeah i i didn't even know they had an ambulance i mean it sounds like an awful experience do you have any uh like a like a fear of bees or anything like that now i'm yeah oh really you're terrified of them yeah oh <laughs> oh man have you been stung since then uh i've been stung by an yellow jacket once since then and it popped me on the eyelid and it it up Ooh. um I was at a friend's house when that happened. Her the kid's mom was like, oh, my God, what would do? I think my mom came and got me. I was supposed oh. to be spending the night, but I think mom ended up coming to get me. I'm not that sure. was probably some Benadryl and crashing right there. Probably so. <laughs> that would be my guess. Um, see, I think that's about, and I've been stunned by wasps since then, and wasps don't affect me. Yeah, it's just the yellow jackets, right? Just the yellow jackets, yeah. That seems to be the only thing that really messes with me. I've only been popped once since my really bad time, and that was on the bottom of the foot. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. That, that'll stay with you. Yeah, Will. It was at the bottom of a foam pit, dude. I was like, uh, I was at this gymnastics place, like, I don't know, playing around as a kid, doing stuff. Because I, I was at a lot of gyms because of uh, Taekwondo and stuff like that, and I jumped in this foam pit i do this cool flip into the foam pit and then i just wind up with a freaking yellow jack stuck in my foot what the heck there's dude there's probably a mist in the bottom of that thing (laughs) something right there had to be or it was thinking about it yeah i don't know man it was a really that really sucked i never wanted to jump into a foam pit ever again after that we uh we may have another guest show up if we can get him okay who's that gonna be you know, we had him on last year. We had Alex Jones on last, last year. Oh, yeah, and, we uh, did. We're, we're seeing he's outside playing with the dog right now. Oh, okay. Call him in. Call him in. Um, Alex, Alex, come here. We're seeing if we can get him in. You know, that kind of right. leads us into our, our next uh, our next topic of. Oh of- yeah, I'd like to get Alex's take on this, man. It's 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 good to be here on last night's coffee with uh, Chuck and John. Oh, Alex, dude, good to hear from you, man. We haven't heard from you since last season. Well, it's been a long time, John. Uh, I've been chasing gay frogs. Uh, there's, you know, Sandy Hook 
the trial, all that. Yeah, you've been busy. You've been busy, Alex. I know you're trying to get to the bottom of everything. And um, well, I'm right. Ninety nine percent of the time. It's just that one time. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because that's exactly what Chuck and I were talking about last week. So I'm glad you were able to join us this week, man. Look, I wanted to get your take on something, Alex. Um, There's been a few cases reported of malaria here in the United States. Five cases, as a matter of fact. Um, One in Texas and four in Florida, I think. I might have that backwards. It might be one in Florida, four in Texas. Well, we don't don't worry about math. Alex Jones is not concerned with math at all. (laughs) Okay. Well, there's been five cases uh, that I know of of malaria in the United States. This doesn't happen. We don't get malaria here in the United States. There's also been a private company, which Bill Gates has funded, releasing $2.4 billion genetically modified mosquitoes. What do you think about that, Alex? I think I think you're right, John. It's the gay frogs. <laughs> well, I, I don't know if it's the gay frogs, Alex. I think the gay frogs no, might it, eat it the is, mosquitoes. They might you eat just the don't mosquitoes. understand. They take the gay frogs and they put them with the Nazis. They come from the Nazis that they keep in Antarctica on the moon. Oh. Yes. yes. The moon has an Antarctica? No. The moon base <laughs> has the Antarctica. Wait. Let me. It's it's hot down here, John. You just don't understand. It's hot in Georgia right now. I'm not. I know you're out of your element, Alex. I understand. I'm used to being in Austin, and you know, it's different. It's a different kind of heat. It's the humidity down here, right? That's what they always say. Well, we we got humidity in Austin too, but it's Texas, so it's just better. Oh yeah, I understand, Alex. So so, do you think there might be some sort of uh, tie between? the uh you know genetically modified mosquitoes and the cases of malaria that we're encountering yes do you think bill gates is behind it uh probably can't say probably yes are you just saying that because you're afraid of being sued again alex well you know they hit me for a lot of money for something i was 90 percent right on right right that's true now alex you did do a podcast with Kanye and and I'm wondering how did that go he kept his face covered the whole time and you said it was Kanye doesn't that just kind of add to the mystery behind all of your conspiracy theories well see Kanye he say Kanye is uh John he's the he's a special person mm. and mm. uh he, he could be the answer to all our problems but the government they're trying to keep him um, let's see. They're trying to keep them down, man. Oh, they're trying to control them like they did Manson, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't yeah. have somebody go off script. Right, right. When they start going off script, you gotta you gotta lock them up. It's WCW. It's WWF. It's the it's same WWF. thing. WWF. We gotta it kill is. that. We gotta kill that character off. Yeah, man. I get it. I get it. Alex, me, me, and Chuck have been talking about this a lot. Now. Chuck, Chuck, you've you've been uh, reading about this awesome bike trail that they're going to bring to Georgia. And I'd really like to hit on that for a second, because I feel like Alex might have some conspiracy theories behind that. So 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 Chuck, can you tell us a little bit about this bike trail that's coming to uh, Georgia? Well, you know, they got this, uh, you know, they got all these railroads in Georgia, all these railroad beds. Yep. So they're making this trail. I think it's freaking awesome. They're making a trail from 
Savannah to Athens by bicycle. Really? Yeah. If, Sav- yeah. That's really far. That's all the way up the east coast of the of the state. Pretty much. Um, so you know, if you look at the train track, it's pretty level. So it wouldn't be a hard ride on a bicycle. Yeah. And uh, the bridges are already there. That's pretty smart. Uh, it's going to cost a million dollars a mile. Whoa. To convert railroad track into bike track? Yes. A million dollars a mile? Yeah. So what, I think it's 250 miles, 230 miles, something like that. So $250 million. Does that sound reasonable? <laughs> uh, Well, they're going to give us federal grants, so we're not paying for it. Well, that's just, we're not paying for it. You don't understand. Your taxes pay for this. No, this isn't my taxes. This is John's taxes. Oh, I'm my taxes. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, Alex, what what do you think? I mean, especially if they're going to get federal funding, what would be your wildest theory on why the federal government would want to fund? a kind of hidden bike trail that travels all along the East coast of Georgia. seems a little suspicious to me. What do you think they might be trying to pedal out there by the, you know, the federal government might be trying to move around out there. Well, you see what they're going to do, John. They're going to come in with the aliens in Savannah. Ooh. And they're going to ship them up to the experiment station that's on property at UGA and do experiments on them. So that's what it is. It's going to be an alien highway, essentially. Yes, yes. The the love shack is not on it. Yeah. So it's going to be. Yeah. So it's going to be. It's a, uh, it's a little place where we get together <laughs> with the aliens. Yeah, with the aliens. I got you. I got you, Alex. The tent roof is rusty. We looked at it on Google Maps. So we're seeing we're seeing a lot of the UFO hearings, the UA, UAP hearings going down in Congress. Alex, you think this is like a soft opening or a cold opening, shall we say, to aliens and being on the high-low bike trail? Uh, there's a lot to unpack there, John. You just don't understand. <laughs> well, I mean, you're the one kind of throwing stuff out there, Alex. Well, see, not... the aliens aren't really aliens. They're Nazis from the moon that land in – they usually land in – Antarctica. That's why we can't. Do I it. see what you're saying now. They have bases on both the moon yes. and Antarctica. Yes, yes, yes. When well, you when you talk as much as I do, sometimes you, you get you know things happen. You no, I get it, Alex. I get it. No, trust me. I I'm I'm hearing you out, dude. I believe you because you were right about the gay frogs, and that was one of the craziest sounding things I've ever heard you say. The, the gay frog. I told you. And I'm probably right about Sandy Hook, but we're not going to go there. Oh man, I don't, I don't want to talk about that, Alex. We can, we can't be talking about that. That guy gets in, that gets a little too touchy for me. All right. <laughs> so yeah, they're going to take and they're going to make the aliens ride the bicycles. They will ride them up the trail, and since they'll put this thing where, see, they don't have cars where the aliens come from on the moon they're naturally they're nazis naturally and then they they ride the bicycles up the trail to athens and then they go get experimented on i see 
I see. That's that might be part of the reason we've seen a lot of uh, electric bikes lately, huh? That's the uh, that's the popularity in electric bikes is to help get these, you know, because every alien you've ever seen, they they're scrawny. Yes, they, they they're are. scrawny. They got no muscle no, to no bike muscle. up all the way no. up to Athens. So what they're going to do is just use these electric bikes, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Right. I'm glad you're solving the world's problems, Alex. I'm glad you're out there and on top of all this. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad y'all let me come on last night's coffee. It's one of my favorite podcasts. Thanks for defending our freedom, Alex. And uh, we'll, we'll, I got to go back to Texas. I can't handle this. We'll get your opinion on Toby Keith later. <sighs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Alex. We really appreciate it, man. I'm Ooh. glad... I'm glad we get we get visits from Alex Jones, man. I'm glad we do. I, you know, I feel I feel I feel uh, honored. He's really a nice guy. Y'all to see what he's riding in. <laughs> what, what's he What's he riding in? Oh, he's got a spaceship. Oh, spaceship is that right? Yeah, it's a little flying saucer. He's got the sport model. Oh, the sport yeah. model. What is, it yeah. does tricks. It kind of looks like George Jetson's car. Oh, okay. So it's not yeah. one of the Tic Tacs, though. No, it's not a Tic Tac. It's more like a globe. Oh, uh, yeah, like that makes big sense. Alex Jones snow globe. <laughs> Alex Jones's snow globe. Yeah, when he does flips, all his cocaine falls to the bottom. <laughs> oh man! Oh, jeez. What if he did just start doing drugs on on his show? I would probably watch it, like in the open, like just, just... a train wreck. <laughs> You know, um, Michael Phelps used to do that when he was winning the Olympics and stuff like that. He was one of the he was one of the very first athletes I remember coming out and being like a humongous pothead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You remember that? That kind of was like, yeah, dude, this is how I do it. Yeah. He was like, uh, this is how this is part of how I recover or something like that. I don't remember exactly what all he used it for specifically, but it was crazy to see. A guy of his caliber, what he won like twenty freaking gold medals and won won Olympic games or some nonsense. Like the guy's a phenom. Yeah, yeah, it, he was. And um, you're telling me that some of his records were broken. All of them were broken. Was his speed or his number of wins? Every world record he had has been broken at this point. Okay. Now, I think he might be – I don't know as far as, like, being one of the winningest Olympians of all time. Like, I don't know how all that ranks out. Like, he might hold some sort of record in that. But as far as, like, world records in swimming, yeah, speed, all that stuff, that's all – he's got it all taken care of. Hmm. It doesn't it seem it's, – it's crazy to me that it was just yesterday that – I feel like that guy was setting all those records. Yeah, it does. But, you know, that, that Olympics has been, what, 12 years now? Something like that, right? Wasn't it the – I want to say it was the 2008 Olympics, wasn't it? It was Beijing. Or, it was Beijing, whatever that was. Two th- I don't know. Yeah. So if it was, if it was 2008, it would be – how many years, Charlie? Fourteen. Fourteen. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's wild, huh? Yeah. I mean, that's, it's, I guess that's a few Olympic games. That's a few seasons. It's a few generations to come up into college and, and get out of college, you know? Yeah. 
It's yeah. still, it's still cr- kind of crazy to me that he set so many world records and they're all gone. Why do every few years athletes get so much better? I mean, it's, it's not necessarily generational. It could be half generations. That's true. But yeah, it's like they just get faster. They do, man. Everybody's bigger and stronger and faster now. I don't know. It, it's, it happens over time. It's, it's crazy to think about. It wasn't that long ago where, like, the average height of a man was, like, 5'7". Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? You know. Yeah, like, if you look at Civil War uniforms. Much smaller people. Much smaller people. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's got it. Again, I think it might go back to genetically modified uh, items. I don't know. Well, we Not are. Not necessarily mosquitoes, but food. Well, you know, I learned from a podcast we both listened to this uh, the other week or this past week that uh, there's something they're putting in pigs that, so China owns all the pig farm, the majority of the pig farms in the United States. Yes. I listened to this podcast. I, I listened to most of it at least. And there's something, a chemical that hormone thing that we put in our pigs that they are, have outlawed almost all over the rest of the world. Right. Yeah. So these Chinese companies, they control, what was it like 80 70 percent of the pork market yeah and they so these chinese companies and they're set up in america raising pigs in america but they're chinese owned companies and they are using um you're right i can't remember what it was but it was (coughs) it was some some sort of chemical they're using on the pigs that they've outlawed in their (coughs) in their nation in china but we hadn't outlawed it yet. Right. So they could, so they use it on the pork here. Yeah. It's just weird, man. The whole situation seems off with our food structure. I know you saw on the, on the new, did you see this on the new food pyramid? Um, they released a new food pyramid not that long ago. All right. And, and on it, Lucky Charms ranks higher than a steak. No. <laughs> yeah. No, no. It's a fact that according to the new food pyramid, Lucky Charms is better for you, according to the new food pyramid, than a steak. Dude, I've been thinking about just going back carnivore for a while. Why not, man? I want to try it, too. I felt so much better. I love vegetables and fruits, though. I love Reese's. (laughs) Yes, you do. Yes, you do. (laughs) I'm sitting here trying not to get into this bag of Reese's Pieces I got beside me while we do the podcast. Watch out now. I'm going to have to get you some uh, banana ketchup. We got that coming up. All right, time for an ad break, so you can't say no again. Hey, Night Shifters, we've got a new sponsor, and that sponsor is Eileen Ayers with Bush Real Estate. You can find her at movingcoweta.com for all of your real estate needs in and around Coweta County. Find her at movingcoweta.com. John, we're back from break now. Yeah. And uh, we had some sad news in the music industry this week. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we did. Sinead O'Connor died. Go! 
Yeah. And you know, her work that she did with the dogs in this song, <laughs> I think it just lives with, with everybody. You know, that's ever watched TV <laughs> late at night has seen the commercial with this song in it. <laughs> Please tell me you're being 100% serious right now. Yeah. <laughs> You know this is Sarah McLaughlin, right? This this ain't Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sarah McLaughlin is Sinead O'Connor. I love this show. <laughs> I love this show. R.I.P. Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> well, what the well. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she, um, Sarah McLaughlin is alive and well and will probably continue to make those dog commercials that last five minutes. Dude, those are the longest commercials. <laughs> <laughs> they last forever. I don't even know how to spell Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> no, but yeah, Sinead O'Connor. She's has, bald. She is bald. Was. She's very bald. Was. Ah. I imagine she's still bald. <laughs> I imagine she is too. <laughs> well, you know. I, well, oh. they say your hair continues to grow oh. for a certain amount of time oh. after you die. Can you so, imagine having to be the one that's got to shave the dead Sinead O'Connor's head? Like. To keep it in perpetuity. Yeah. Like in the family like asked you to, like, oh, she can't look like this. We've got to have her head shaved. Yeah. 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 Oh. I don't know what? if they did the open casket thing or not. I don't know if there was enough left. Um, I I don't know how I don't know what happened yet. I'm suspecting a um, a suicide. I am as well. I am as well, based on the wording of the article that I read, but um, nothing was ever reported, like, officially, so, and the family just said they wanted privacy in the matter, so, yeah. Of course, she don't sound, seem like a gun person. No. Um, but in all seriousness, uh, her song, uh, ooh, no free ads, we're just not going to play her song. Um, but her song, Nothing Compares to You, written by Prince. That's right. You think they're doing a duet wherever they're at right now? Uh, I imagine so. Um, and I say it loosely because he was a, I think he was a Jehovah's Witness and she's a freaking Muslim. So. <laughs> well, wherever they are. <laughs> they're serenading Hitler right now. Wherever they are. I don't I don't know. They're looking at Hitler going, nothing compares to <laughs> Can you imagine being stuck in hell and like hit, like Hitler is your puppeteer? Like <laughs> like R. Kelly in jail right now. Like you know R. Kelly is like getting dangled around like a puppet. Like, no, nah, you gonna sing me um I believe I can fly again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get up on that table and sing I believe I can fly. And he's just crying. He's just crying while he's singing it. (laughs) Like, what if you were that for Hitler in hell? I I think Hitler was such a bad dude that in hell, 
he gets sung to over and over. And it's just like the worst songs. Ugh. Like oh. Like, you know. Yeah, that drive him crazy. Probably a bunch of Yiddish. Yeah, what do you think? <laughs> Would it be Taylor Swift? No, she's not Jewish. <laughs> Did It'd you hear like, about her fans? Yes, dude. They caused a freaking earthquake in Seattle. Is that not incredible? It was like, what, a 2.8 on the Richter scale? Uh, 2.3, I think. 2.3. That is freaking awesome. Dude, I, I mean, that is some loyal fans, some rowdy fans. I saw the other day where somebody said um, Taylor Swift is just emo for girls. <laughs> I mean, okay. I don't know. I know there's a lot of Swifties out there. And then I went down this weird rabbit hole and I ended up finding Taylor Swift covering Lose Yourself by Eminem. Oh, get out of here. Yeah, just her and her guitar. No, is it awful? It's as bad as it sounds. Uh, uh, Dude, it sounds like the worst thing. And now that's stuck in my algorithm. And you can watch that on on YouTube? Yeah. Yeah, I don't Uh, suggest it. Oh, that sounds so... That sounds like a train wreck. That sounds like a car wreck. Yeah, well, while we're on this subject, I think this all ties in together. I was thinking the other day... You remember when you were showing me the uh, um, the playlist you was making for the 4th of July? Yes. And you had Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. That's right. Which is arguably one of the best Miley Cyrus original songs, non-cover songs there is. I agree. Um, when it comes to Miley Cyrus songs. So I'm like, I had it stuck in my head. And you know the only way to get a song st- out of your head is to listen to it. Sure. So I'm riding home from work. Oh, no. And I'm listening to Party in the USA. Oh, no. And then I got to thinking, what if I crashed and died and this was stuck on repeat? This is what's playing. This is what's playing when the the, the paramedics get there. <laughs> oh. So it got me to thinking about the question for you, John. What song would you not want playing on repeat if you died in a car crash? What song would I not want playing? So I've actually got a little story behind this. My bandmate that I used to play with. Yeah. uh, Zach from Feast for Eyes that I talked about last week on the podcast, actually. um, He got into an accident one time. Very bad accident. He got T-boned, man. And the people, as he's like coming to and the smoke's clearing and all that, things are quieting down. All he hears is the blasting from the other car. I got a feeling (laughs) that tonight's going to be a good night. You know what I'm saying? Like that that Black Eyed Peas. Isn't it Black Eyed Peas, I think? Yes, Black Eyed Peas. I mean. Oh, Fergie. I, it's hard to think of a worse song. I don't Dude, know. I don't know. know because that's not a good night. It's not a good night. And he don't know if he where he was waking up at. Right. Right. He might have been waking up. He might have thought he was waking up dead. You don't know. I mean, that might be hell. <laughs> what if that's the, the like the lobby music? 
Oh, golly. On your way down in the elevator. That's the elevator music. Like like everybody thinks it's going to be like death metal and stuff. And it's like, no. <laughs> and it's like this weird virtual reality thing. Like, the, like that Star Wars <laughs> hotel they tried to do at Disney. And they, they act like they're taking you up. But then you open and you realize you were going down to hell. Yeah. Oh. So what what song for you? What is it that you would not want on repeat? Oh. If I died in a car crash, I would not want I'm trying to think of one of my like most guilty pleasure songs. Mm that I would not want playing. You know what I mean? Like what would be really embarrassing? I don't know, man. Um, that, that tonight's going to be a good night will be an awful song to be rolled up to. Yeah. Or party in the USA. Those are both really good choices. Mine would probably be, um, it's so hard, man. Is that yours? Is party in the USA yours? I think so. Charlie said, would it be an Adele song dad? I, Adele and, is a bit of a guilty pleasure for me. But Adele, if, if you died with an Adele album playing, they would say, wow, this, this person had a beautiful choice of music. Yeah. You know, even though she's made her living off of breakups like T-Swifty. Yeah, I, I think Holland Oates, man. I think, like, I've got a really guilty pleasure for Holland Oates. I feel like Holland Oates is kind of a guilty pleasure. So, like... If you died in a car and there's some hollow, some good yacht rock just on repeat. Yeah, dude. That would be embarrassing. Yeah, the Doobie Brothers or something. <laughs> Michael McDowell. <laughs> it would be worse than it would be worse than Nickelback. Like Yeah, I'd... Nickelback, I mean, if you if if like oh dude, so I think the best one to be on repeat would be like some Buck Cherry. Ooh. Oh man. What, uh, who did closing time? Was that Eve Six? Closing time, yeah. Charlie, Every up. new beginning comes from someone that would be the best because you know, you know, paramedics have that dark humor, dude. That would be a good one, right? <laughs> so they walk up the semisonic, yeah, semisonic. There you go. So th- they walk up and they hear that. And now from now on, whenever that crew went to a car wreck, they're singing close. <laughs> oh, dude, you that's a good one. I can't think of one I don't <laughs> want to die to. But if I that's the one I would die to right there. <laughs> I think it would the perfect one to have on repeat would be show me how to live. Oh, audio slave. That that brings me to a point. I was listening to Audio Slave the last few days. I think I think Charlie wants to get in on the conversation. Oh, go right ahead, young Charlie. All right. All right. So to me, a good song is Fireworks by Katy Perry. That's a good one to die to? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you have an embarrassing one to die to? Um probably any other Katy Perry song. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my kids have to sing Roar at every single uh, chorus concert. So I'm with you, man. Katy Perry kind of gets on my nerves. That's hilarious. Uh, I guess a bunch of rednecks would be like, any Tyler Childers song. Yeah, right now. 
No, I'm going out with Hank. Uh, I was. I'm a dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. Country music, man. They've got to get in an outrage about something every once in a while. I mean, you know. All right, let me make my audio slave point really quick. Okay, make your audio slave point. So I contend that audio slave is better than Rage was, and better than Soundgarden was. Yeah. You agree? Yeah. Oh, look at that. That didn't take any convincing at all. No, there's no convincing there. I I believe Audio Slave is the best version of Chris Cornell. Oh, wow. Dude, some of his uh screams and vocals that he did on on some of the Audio Slave songs is amazing. Uh, and I like Temple of the Dog better than Oh, Audio listen Slave. to that. Eddie Vedder too, huh? Yeah, you throw them two together, that's a freaking awesome song. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is, man. That's awesome. I'm glad you agree with me on that. I, I had never really thought about it, I don't think. Yeah, I think I think Audio Slay is probably the best version of Chris Cornell. I'm glad you, get, you agree. You get more of his vocal range. I agree. And and the songwriting is, has developed more by that time. Right. Right. And And – the rage the way tom morello plays guitar just kind of it, it vibed really well with chris cornell yeah i thought well, you know audio slave was such a super group yeah they were right yeah cause who played bass uh it, it was the it was all rage it was the whole rage it was band. the whole rage band right right yeah it was the whole rage band and then um just chris cornell is the singer instead of uh what's his name yeah so, you ready to do, to do a little This Week in History? Let's do it. This Week in History! All right, Chucker. So, This Week in History, August 2nd. I just want to name a few things for you here real quick because there is a lot happening this week and some of it's worth mentioning. Okay. August 2nd, 1973, American Graffiti premieres. Yep. I thought you'd want to hear that. That that one stood out to me for you. Also, 1961, the Beatles' first gig as house band of Liverpool's Cavern, Cavern Club. Oh, wow. Yeah. Those some of the videos from that are freaking just eerie. It's to watch. crazy, right? Yeah. Have you seen you you've watched them? Uh, there's one they so they come out with that box set uh-huh. in the late nineties, early two thousands, and they had had a previously unreleased song that they did a a video to, and it had some footage from that. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, that's awesome. Um, also August 1st, this week in history, uh, 1981 music video cable channel MTV debuts in the U S I want my MTV. Yeah. Do you know what the first one they played was? Oh, dang it. It wasn't dire straits. Nope. I used to know this video. Kill the radio star. That's right. Yep, that was the first song they played on there. Um, also, on in August 1st, 1936, 
The Summer Olympic Games, since we were talking about the Olympic Games, are opened by Adolf Hitler in Berlin. All right. And Jesse Owens showed out at that one. Yeah, he did. (laughs) Yeah, he did. All right, so I know we're kind of going backwards. I started at August 2nd, August 1st, and now we're at July 31st, 1912. The U.S. government prohibits movies and photos of prize fights. What? That was the start of censorship in America. So there was a point in time where we couldn't watch videos of prize fights. Correct. Nobody could even like they were making, you know, films at that point, obviously, and and no photos or movies of prize fights. That's so weird. Isn't it strange? All right. And here we go. This is the one that I really wanted to uh, talk to you about. July 30th, 1948, professional wrestling premieres on U.S. primetime TV. Really? Yes, sir. 1948. Wow. Professional wrestling, man. That's a lot of years ago. A lot of years ago. Professional wrestling been around a long time. That's a lot of stuff happened this week in history, man. It is. This is a good week. Uh, you know, there's always, it seems like there's a lot of stuff going on in August. Um, in August? Uh, right here in August, the end of July, beginning of August, there's always a lot of history. Yeah. Um. We should be getting close to dropping the bomb on Hiroshima. Uh, I think that is, I think that's technically next week, right? Okay, then we will talk about the movie next week. Or was it? I don't remember. I'll have to. I'll have to look it up again. I know we were getting. We're getting really close to William Wallace and stuff like that. Yeah, I was. I. I. I think I got a little ahead of myself and was looking at, up William Wallace for a second. But yeah, yeah, well, we had all that happen this week, dude. Big week in history. You know, stuff happens in the summertime because it's not frozen in the uh, northern hemisphere. Amen. Amen. All right, you got a meme for me? I got a meme for you, and it's it's a it's kind of deep. Okay. Mom always said life was like the meme of the week. You never know what you're gonna get. Here we go. It is kind of wordy. Here we go. Anthony Bourdain said, eat at a local restaurant tonight. Get the cream sauce. Have a cold pint at four o'clock in a mostly empty bar. Go somewhere you've never been. Listen to someone you think may have nothing in common with you. Order the steak rare. Eat an oyster. Have a Negroni. Have two. Be open to a world where you may not understand or agree with the person next to you, but have a drink with them anyways. Eat slowly, tip your server, check in on your friends, check in on yourself, and enjoy the ride. That's a pretty good monologue from Anthony Bourdain right there, and it's a pretty pretty awesome picture of him, too. Yeah, one of the best. Yeah, yeah. Guy was an ultimate character. Yeah, and uh, you know he 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 lived a very his show his shows uh, no reservation was Char, me and Charlie used to sit when Charlie was a little dude we'd sit here and watch it yeah and he'd be like no reservations <laughs> it's so good man that was such a good show it's so influential but it makes you want to go try different foods 
Um, yes. Not so much of that other show that was with the other guy. With the other guy? Yeah, where he, the Bizarre Foods would end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that didn't make me want to do anything. No, that didn't make me want to try some food. But, <laughs> no, I forgot all about that show. But Anthony Bourdain, man, when he'd go out and he'd just visit with these people that he knew nothing about. Yes. Just, just learn their ways. It was so, so neat. But, um, well, we've been hyping it up now for two months. We finally watched Gator. We got around to it. <laughs> we finally did it. I've seen it several, several times. It's it's a uh, it's a different side of Burt Reynolds. Yes, it is. What did you think about it, John? Well, the one of the first things I noticed was that he also directed this film. Yes, I was going. I was going to bring that up. That was his director. De- 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 director. What do they call it when it's your first time? Directorial debut? That word. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was his directorial debut. I I mean, it was good. It was a long one. It was a long one. (laughs) I mean, you know, he had his partner in there with him who plays a great bad guy. I, I. it was good. It was good. It it was all about Burt Reynolds. I loved I loved how cool he plays. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah you just gotta love that side Bert. of Burt. Burt gets the girl. Burt's the hero. Yeah. Bert's Everything's the good awesome. Guy. Yes. You know. He he's a good old boy, but he ain't got no problem with black folks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> it, you can tell it was made in a different time, man. Is made a different time. There's it's a very it's a comedy, yet there's some very dark subject matter in it. You're right. You're right. It was really weird, man. There were some parts where I was like, I don't even really want to watch this anymore. Like, because it just got creepy. You saw like the bad guy was really bad. Bama McCall was played Bama by McCall. Jerry, that's right. Played by Jerry Reed. Gator and, McCluskey. Uh, and Gator McCluskey played by Burt Reynolds. Um, Jerry Reed could do a bad guy. Yes, he could. He was so convincing. Yeah. I mean, you you watch this movie and you absolutely hate him by the end of it. I thought it was hilarious that they made fun of the lead actress's gap in her teeth. Yeah. Like, they make fun of it in the movie. Like, it's it's awesome. It's perfect. She's a beautiful woman and, like, there's one little, like, she's got this little gap in her teeth and they, they make, like, it's perfect. Yeah, um, it was shot in Savannah and Tybee Island. Yeah, dude, I, I it blows my mind looking at Tybee Island then. Yeah, that's pretty neat, isn't it? I mean, there's nothing out there. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, you got that one little hotel, and you kind of know where that's at, and it's it's before they rebuilt the sand dunes, so you could see the the ocean from the hotels. Yeah. Um. It, it is. I, I'm gonna give it. I'm only gonna give it two and a half beans, though. Uh, yeah, I'm a two beaner on that one for sure. Okay, I'm a two beaner. Uh, I'll go ahead and let them know the movie of the month next month is Lawless. Yes. Yep, we get to watch Lawless next month. This is one of the best movies made in Georgia in, in the last decade. For sure, easily. I think it's been a little bit more than a decade at this point. But really, I think so. Old. I know, dude. 
All right. Thank you for listening to Night Shifters. We appreciate it. See y'all next time.